0: Snap, all snappeth. That's right. We are back. Podcast time. Hanging out in the movie dojo with Jesse. What's going on from the Black Metal Rebellion?
1: What's going on, my
0: friends? Jesse is back, hanging out with us. That's right. And another episode of Is it Hell really yeah. that bad? Yes. Is it really that bad? Today we're going to discuss the film Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Roll, roll, roll. I'm going to add that in there. I'll add the echo (laughs) Oh man Let's see who is here Today, Movie Dojo Army Who we got today, we got Brandon in the house I Love Food, fat. Time to Start the Ruckus, Jake Hall Eric Plantier, Andre Atkins George Michael, Heather Love What's going on Oh yeah Alright Awesome, awesome, awesome Everybody here to hang out with us Talking movies, talking what we love, and we're keeping tradition, uh, me and Jesse here. We, we didn't plan on this, but it, it just kind of became a theme, so we're kind of rolling with it as of for right now until that changes on reviewing fun action-adventure throwback movies, movies that are homages to the old 1940s pulps, the serials back in the day, And uh, so far we have done, what we've done The Shadow, we've done uh, The Phantom, and maybe in the future we'll get to Rocketeer and Flash Gordon just for fun. Um, uh, But uh, I thought about Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. I just thought about it because I've only seen it once. I I didn't get a chance to see it in theater back in the day. Uh, The film came out in 2004, but I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater, but I think I ended up renting it uh, when it came out, like on DVD after that, and I watched it. And at the time, I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a fun little homage movie. Now, all this time has passed now. Do I feel, you know, do I still feel the same about it? We're going to get into that as well. Uh, but a reason why I wanted to pick this, because believe it or not, the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes was actually good. Uh, when this movie came out, the critics liked it. Unfortunately, <laughs> the audience... <laughs> Did not like it. The movie bombed. Uh, Here, let's just get this out of the way right now. So I'm going to show, usually I save this for the the end of the video for fun, but I'm going to show what the movie Dojo (laughs) Army voted for here. So 46% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes audience score, right? And it's over 100,000 votes, ratings. So 100,000 people came together. And said, yeah, it's not that great. So let's, I'm not surprised. Let's put it this way. I'm not surprised by this right here. <laughs> so <laughs> Movie Dojo Army, half of them said, "No, oh, it should be a little bit higher. Maybe not. It's the greatest movie ever, but it should be higher than 46. And the rest said, no, fuck this movie. It should stay at 46 or lower. So I'm not, I'm really not surprised by, uh. By this rating, but of course I got to get the movie dojo army involved and for fun just to just to see and hear what they think of the film. Throughout time, though, I remember uh, hearing people now and then talk about Sky Captain, and but not but never in a positive way. I remember I don't remember where I was, but I remember one guy going, "Man, I watched that movie Sky Captain and the World Tomorrow the the other day." That's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I've heard people <laughs> say, and I was just like, "Really? Like, like it's been a long time. It's been many years since I've seen it, but I don't, I really don't remember being that bad. I remember being okay. It was, I was fine with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, people on Instagram already and wherever, like all the other spots where I've uh, the social media is where I posted our our review of the film tonight, the comments are pretty much already like, "Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's garbage. Like." I really haven't heard anything positive at all, really, uh, about the film. But it's fun. This is why, you know, this is what is it really that bad is for. I love to explore the, these movies, whether the critics' ratings are low or whether the audience ratings are low. I like to, to check it out. And you never know, chat, Movie Dojo Army, we we may disagree today. We may both hate this movie. We may both love it. We may be split, right? But uh, we'll get Stay into it Stay tuned and find out. Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, always talking movies and, uh, kind of keeping this theme. of pulp, pulp homages, serials. Uh, let's see here in chat here. Oh, sexy sumo's in the house. There you go. Uh, sexy sumo. This is probably a lot of people. They don't remember the movie, but they remember the effects. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Uh, says I have seen it in the theaters and enjoyed it. Hence I own it too. All right. So we have, we have one positive person. All right, cool. Well, I think I think so far, I mean we'll get Jesse, we'll get to this one day in the future. But I think so far I think Rocketeer is probably the winner. But I want to talk about that a little bit later too, because even though you know, Rocketeer is like a beloved cult classic, I don't even think that really did that well in theater either. So I'm sensing a thing. Like it did I don't think it bombed, I think it did well. But it didn't make as much money as they wanted it to. That's why we never got sequels of the Rocketeer. I'm sensing a theme, <laughs> and we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to the that theme uh, uh, later. Uh, but let's just maybe a in. theme. Yeah, just yeah. I, I'm sensing a theme. I I just I don't know. I don't know. But we'll, we'll we'll get into it later. But before we actually talk about what we liked and what we didn't li- didn't like about the movie, I found some fun facts. I actually came across. Uh, this website here, so I'm going to do screen share right now, so you guys, the audience, can uh, look along with us. But there's some fun facts here, so let me see. Let me go ahead and do this and not botch it here. Everyone loves trivia, right? <laughs> yeah, but it, it was kind of, it was really interesting. It was kind of fun. Some of this stuff, while rewatching it again, I did, fu- I did uh, point it out. Um, but all right, let me go ahead.
1: Let me try to, uh, all right. Also, this new twisted tea thing that everyone's on about. Pretty good. Pretty Pretty good. Pretty good? Oh mm-hmm. shit. All right. It's not my new secret right, weapon or anything, that. but it's pretty good. All
0: right, cool. All right. So I'm going to just read this for you guys because it's a lot of, it's actually kind of fun here. So let me just kind of read this, whether you like the movie or not, it's interesting. So, 21 surprising facts about Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. So, in September 2004, Sky Captain: The World of Tomorrow was released in theaters. An homage to the look and imagination of old movie serials from the 1940s, it used modern technology to create an epic and old-fashioned style. Here are some nuggets of trivia you may not have known about this amazing film. So, in 1994, all the like ten years prior, freelance illustrator Kerry Conran he spent four years working with blue screen on an aging Macintosh computer to create a teaser trailer for the world of tomorrow and his brother Kevin did the production design for it and this and here's the trailer right here I'm not going to play it uh, for copyright uh, issues unfortunately but it took him 4 years I mean that's how long I mean that's how that's what the technology was right it took a long time yep. uh the teaser had a huge impact uh, both Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow signed on to the movie on the basis of the th- uh, teaser trailer alone. Uh, Paltrow even agreed before she even saw the script. The Conrad brothers created 25 elaborate pitch kits with VHS tapes of the trailer in foam rubber ca- uh, casings, and the Sky Captain comic books. Uh, oh, sky, excuse me, Sky Captain comic books, as you can see with the picture right here. And planned to shop them around Hollywood. They ended up selling the movie concept to the first person they showed the kit to, producer John. Avnet. Here we go. Sky Captain was filmed almost entirely on a digital backlot, with the actors performing against blue screen at London's Elstree Studios, and environments created with CGI. It was the first major blue screen American movie production, which later became common with films like Three Hundred and Sin City. The only completely real set, re- excuse me, real set built was Polly Perkins' office because they didn't have time to shoot it in blue screen and render it later. The shot of the oversized radio tower giving off radio waves calling for Sky Captain is a reference to the RKO Radio Pictures logo. Uh, It took only 26 days to shoot the footage for the movie, but spent two years in post-production to complete the visual effects. Wow. And uh, the robots (laughs) in the opening attack... Sequence are inspired by the robots in the classic 1941 Superman cartoon, The Mechanical Monsters. You can see the little picture right here, and I remember mm-hmm. that cartoon. Those those old Superman for, 1940s cartoons are really good. Like the, animation wise, is like man, this is impressive for its time. Uh, Totenkopf means head of a dead person or skull in German. It was adopted as the name of Adolf per, Adolf's personal bodyguards from World War II. Even though her role as Frankie Cook was relatively small, Angelina Jolie spent hours in her in her own time interviewing elderly World War II pilots to get a sense of their mannerisms and how they talked. Uh, Conran originally wanted to present the movie as a series of chapters, like the old serials, but uh, I'm, I'm glad he was kind of talked out of that. That probably would have been a bad idea. And this was kind of bizarre. So Dr. Totenkopf is portrayed with digitally altered footage of a young Sir Lawrence Olivier. It was Jude Law's idea to use Olivier because he'd always wanted to work with the legendary actor. So I'm assuming he got permission to do that. Uh, with Hopefully. His wife. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> now here's a fun fact for the movie Dojo Army right here. At one point, when the shit hits the fan and there's chaos all around the world after the, the Iron Giants arrive first um the steal the generators at one point there's all these newspaper clippings from all over the world you know going towards the camera you see tokyo and look who's at the bottom there causing ruckus at one point we see a newspaper that shows godzilla in tokyo down, <laughs> down here it's just hilarious really funny uh, we got a freaking
1: before, kaiju in here we got a kaiju
0: uh <laughs> before shooting the film with uh his main cast Conrad shot the entire movie with extras and use the footage as reference anima uh, and excuse me, animatics for the full movie. The sphere here and the prism seen above the mine are based on famous icons from the 1939 World's Fair. The digital hmm. creatures of Totenkopf's island island were designed by Stan Winston. Uh, the interior of the Radio City Music Hall and the headquarters of the Chronicle are not made with CGI. They're actually photographs. Digitally assembled together into panoramic, excuse me panoramic backgrounds, which is really interesting. And some of the CGI was so revolution, revolutionary at the time that Conran and his team of 100 animators had to write new code to create it. All right, in this review of Sky Captain, Roger Ebert said it's like a film that escaped from the imagination directly onto the screen without having to pass through reality along the way though critically acclaimed the movie only earned 57 million at the box office since the original movie's budget was 70 million it was considered a major flop and the only other new uh, uh, information on the director is that he's doing a new short uh based off a coca-cola commercial but he, he's trying to get that character its own film but he hasn't really hasn't really done uh that much since
1: so sky captain made in its entirety the same amount that Mortal Kombat made in this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's 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 a little sad. It's a little sad. But it is what it is, you know? But I I I, I don't know. I think the th- we can go ahead and get into it. We can talk about the theme. I've noticed the theme here. We have the Rocketeer. Actually, we can go all the way back to Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon in the eighties, which is phenomenal. You have the rock, you have the Rocketeer. And you have the, then you have the, the Shadow. Then you have the Phantom. And now you have Sky Captain the World of Tomorrow. The theme from all of these movies is they're all love letters. Some of them campy, some of them serious, some of them a mixture of both to the old 1940s serials and the pulp movies. That's what the film noir, that's what these are, the adventure films, right? Oh, yeah. All of them did not do well in theater. Jesse... Why? What do you, What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? On uh,
1: why? Well, if you've watched any of uh, Samurai and our previous streams, you'll kind of notice a thing that I've been saying about these films is that they come about 10 years too late. This mm. film, even though it's being praised in this article that we just shown, uh, about how amazing and how newfangled the CGI is and the technology behind it, it still looks like early '90s CGI to me. That was definitely one thing that I noticed about this film. It's like the you know for it being a 2004 release, at least that's what I remember it being. 2004, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That it just seemed like it's a little bit behind for a. I don't know. It's not really a high production uh film it was only 75 to make it 75,000
0: uh or 75 70, million i mean
1: million yeah 70 yeah that's what i meant sorry but remember um, they're
0: also playing with technology they haven't really played with before so a lot of that probably cost more money cuz they're like it, it's kind of like this is like an experiment now when you when you look at it now like you were saying it does some of it looks a little dated right like it looks dated uh, it does but, it but looks time, like early 90s cgi yeah well, not early nineties. <laughs> I don't know about that. Have you seen Lawnmower Man?
1: <laughs> uh, not for a long ass time. That's but with yeah, Tim no, Robbins, right? right?
0: You got some good points here, but yeah, go for it. Oh, go ahead. Um, keep talking, Jesse. I kind of interrupt.
1: No worries, no worries. Uh, but yeah, that was one of the things that I seem to feel is going on with these movies. They mm-hmm. they get an idea for it, and it's a good idea, and yeah. the general theme, and and just. Like everything surrounding it seems like a cool, awesome idea, but then when it's actually put into uh, motion and it actually gets made, it it feels like again ten years too late. If if it was ten years prior, like if it was uh, nineteen ninety four, this would be a smash hit. It probably yeah. would have made all the money. Same with the Phantom. Same with Rocketeer. Like mm-hmm. they just came out a little too late. Yeah. I think
0: that's. I think you. I think you've nailed half of the reason. Uh, I think you. That's really, really, really good points, Jesse.
1: Like, um, look at but... look at uh, Forbidden Planet. That sort of has that kind of futuristic sci fi feel uh, yeah. that the Sky Captain has, and it did well. I think back when it came out, but it came out during I think the late seventies or late eighties. That movie, Forbidden Planet, but yeah, so. Right.
0: No, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it a, a little, a little, a little tad too late. I also think now. Here's the thing: we've enjoyed all of these movies that we've talked about, even though we. I haven't. You know, everyone knows I like Flash Gordon. I like Rocketeer. Um, mm. I got a Rocketeer pop over here. Actually, I got Fun- oh, Flash sick. Gordon. I got Flash Gordon Funko pops too from the movie too. I have that too because it's. I just enjoy those movies a lot. Even, even we even found the good in the shadow. We found the good. In the Phantom, even though we admitted both movies could be better.
1: You get to we, be on top next time. Yeah, you get to be on top.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. So, what did you dream about? Oh, I dreamed about
2: My face um...
1: melting off.
0: <laughs> 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 right? Right? So um, good. Yeah. So, I think you nailed it with it coming out too late. Slash, the, the campiness kind of flying over people's heads is mm-hmm. also a thing. Because remember when I said about when the Phantom came out, I was like, "What is this?" Right? Not knowing, slam evil. Yeah, like I was like dogging it, right? like not knowing that it's it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to take it seriously, right?
1: Mm. And
0: and and especially with Sky Captain, yeah, the whole movie's artificial because the whole movie's blue screen. Um, but they're not going for realism. Obviously, <laughs> they're not going for realism. All right, like you go back to those old old like 40s and stuff like that you'll see fairs of what uh, or mo- early movies you'll see what they perceive the future might look like
1: the day the and earth it, stood still
0: right and it kind of right yeah and it kind of looks like the things that's in this movie i mean that was on purpose mm. you know the 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 winged uh robotic jets like, very you know, hg wells yeah right 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 so i mean Obviously, they were going for a certain thing, and then and the the director, this is his love letter. I mean, he spent four years just to make a teaser. Um, You know, he loves those old movies. You know, so it was it was a love letter to it. But yeah, especially now, even more so, especially when you're watching in HD, it's gonna look it's gonna look even more, (laughs) you know, artificial, right? Yeah, it's painfully
1: Um, obvious that there's a lot of green screen or blue screen in this case.
0: but that was the gimmick, right? They were trying something new, right? They were they were trying. Um, I I I I kind of give them props for attempting it because again, without this movie, we wouldn't have three hundred in Sin City.
1: No, no, right. this definitely opened the doors for yeah. movies to come, and I think that's what. Sadly, these pulp films in the nineties and in early thousands. Were they were stepping stones so that other people could get ahead with their movies. But these guys stuck their neck out and took the chance first.
0: Right. So we we, we give them a little, we, we give them props for attempting it. Um, but yeah, you bringing up those points of it being a tad too late. I'm bringing up the points that the audience just didn't get it, especially with a lot of the bad marketing for these movies. Like these are serious movies, the phantom slam. Evil. I'm like, no, <laughs> Right. But then when we watch it we have we have a good time with it, right? Especially Flash Gordon. And you know, like my experience with Flash Gordon, I saw it on television, like parts of it, and I was like, what is this garbage? I was like, what is this? He's running around with a football? Like what is happening, right? And then I've never like,
1: actually seen them.
0: Oh, okay. You're gonna have fun. You're gonna have fun. Is it fun. anything
1: like that uh, Guardians to... of the or Masters of the Universe film? That old one. <laughs> Uh well we we talked about that on the channel already is it really is it anything like that?
2: Uh, it's
0: fantasy sci-fi kind of mixed. It's more sci-fi, but it's more you know, very eighties. It's very eighties, but it's more of they're homaging the old pulp serials, the same characters from the old black and white Buster Crab serials. But it's funny. It's funny because um, it's legitimately funny. Like there's moments in there where it's like serious sci fi movie. And then there's other moments in there is like it's not like, oh, so bad it's funny. It's like legitimately that like, was hilarious when I just watched. Like they were having fun, especially Max von Siddow as the main villain. He's just chewing the scenery, having a good time. So even then and then it took me years later to rewatch Flash Gordon and I was like, All right, I'm gonna watch this piece of shit. I could not stop smiling. I was laughing awesome. my ass off. So so, you brought up a good point. Tad too late. My point was, it went over <laughs> it went over everybody's head that these were supposed to be just fun, campy, entertaining romps, homages. But there's another reason, I think, these movies have failed. As entertaining as all these movies are, they're not Indiana Jones. And I think the Indiana Jones franchise, not the fourth movie, not the fourth movie, the Indiana Jones franchise, and definitely not the fifth movie that's coming out too. Yeah, fuck that. I don't care if Mads Mickelson is in it. Fuck the fifth Indiana Jones movie. What is he? What is Harrison Ford? Five hundred and sixty-eight years old now. All right. Yeah, but he
1: gets to be the Sean Connery character now. He gets to be if, Grandpa if Jones
0: if that's what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. That last one with Aliens was terrible. But 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 look at look at what happened. They brought in something similar. To the whole sci fi serial stuff like Sky Captain. They brought in aliens and UFOs and shit. And it's like the worst one out of the whole franchise. So even Indiana Jones failed at some point. But I think Indiana Jones was an homage. It was obviously an homage to those old movies. But it wasn't throwing it in your face that this is an homage to those old movies. Remember those old movies? You remember those old movies? You remember those old movies? You you know what I mean? Like Raiders of the Lost Ark took it was like its own thing even though it's still homaged the the classics with the, especially with the classic John Williams music. Da-da-da. It's it's all to those old movies, but it was its own thing. I think that's why it was. And plus I mean you got you got you know George Lucas in his prime. Steven Spielberg in his prime, Harrison Ford in his prime, so it was just, it was going to be a huge hit. And that's why those movies worked. But I think all these other movies are trying to they're trying to stay too true to the source material, but they're kind of like remember the 40s? You know, <laughs> now we had fun. We had fun with that. We love film noir. They existed,
1: goddammit. <laughs>
0: yeah, we love film noir, right? We love, We like, we had, we were like, oh, I see what they're trying to do. Like, even when the trailer for Sky Captain came out many years ago, I instantly, because I was older by then, I wasn't a dumbass teenager, slam evil, this is stupid, right? I was older <laughs> by then, right? So I remember seeing Sky Captain, I was like, oh, that's what they're going for. Okay. Like, I, it didn't go over my head. Um, but we'll, we'll, let's go ahead and talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about Sky Captain. All right, two thousand four. All right, director Cary Conran again has threw his uh, Hail Mary here and uh, directed his dream project. Unfortunately, it didn't work out too well for him, but uh, props for him trying. Uh, but it stars it stars Gwyneth Paltrow as not Pepper Potts this time as Polly Perkins. Um, Jude Law as Sky Captain, Giovanni Ribisi as Dex. What happened to this guy? What happened to this guy? Like, he was a really good actor. Like, he was in Saving Private Ryan. Like, he was really good. He had a lot of potential to be a really, really, really good young actor, and he just disappeared. I haven't seen that guy in anything. Yeah, he Uh, played so many good comedy sidekicks. (laughs) (laughs) Bai Ling as the Mysterious Woman. And Lawrence Olivier is in this as well, and of course Angelina Jolie as as Frankie. Uh, But yeah, the plot synopsis for those uh, don't forget chat. This is spoilers, so we will be going into spoilers. So the plot synopsis is: After New York City receives a series of attacks from giant flying robots, A.K.A. Iron Giants. That's what I'm gonna call them. (laughs) A reporter team, right? A reporter teams up with a pilot in search of their origin as well as the reason. For the disappearances of famous scientists around the world the sky
1: captain yes
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> uh what did you think i like jude law in this i think jude law got it uh but yeah. but but let's be honest here what did you think of gwyneth paltrow in this movie
1: uh i mean she's a very classy femme fatale looking woman the acting some scenes were good, some not so much. Yeah, yeah. But I got, she's yeah. pretty on the ice.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I felt the same way. Like, I was like, okay, she's fine. And then that the whole, parts... yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say that whole green screen at the beginning of her running away from the the robots and dodging things that aren't really there. Uh, I don't know. I kind of cringed a bit, but
0: well, you know why you know why it's cringe a little cringeworthy because she's not running fast. <laughs> she's just like tiptoe
1: <laughs> little, through the true lips <laughs> a little, a little
0: dainty run yeah. and then when she ripped her skirt I was like oh shit now, now she's gonna She's go. gonna pop off and now no. just, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm sorry but if I see a whole, like 10 iron giants destroying shit and uh, walking around the city I'm not gonna be like oh okay
1: no hell no I'm gonna be ripping off my pumps and I'm gonna be booker teeing it <laughs>
0: Those palms are coming off. Yeah, they're coming off. Oh, but yeah, I mean, she, she ranged from fine to, uh, oh boy, I don't know about that. I don't know about (laughs) that acting. Uh, but, um, but yeah, let's see here. Let me go ahead and get into this here. All right. So the beginning you have six scientists are dead. Uh, Polly's looking into it. She gets a letter from Dr. Jennings. Uh, they meet into the theater. Um. I was kind of hoping that the fun one of the fun facts in the that I uh, read earlier, that maybe yeah. Wizard of Oz was the director's one of his favorite movies or something because the giant kind of...
1: floating head. Hmm. Because well, the no, giant but, floating well,
2: head. <laughs>
0: well, there's that. <laughs> it's Zordon. No. but like it's Zordon. Yeah, it's Zordon's <laughs> in this. Um. But like the you know the, she goes into movie theater to meet Dr. Jennings and the Wizard of Oz is on the screen and then oh the end, yeah yeah. And then the end credits, the the song plays again, and I was kind of hmm. like, it would have been nice to, um, you didn't even get that far on. He said, "Fuck this movie," turned it off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I was just kind of like, oh, and this is one of his favorite films of all time. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense why it's in the movie. But I guess, well, I mean, just there's a bunch it. of
1: Tin Man in it. There you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, so she meets with Doctor Jennings. He gives her the blue blueprint. He basically lets her know. You know, him and a whole bunch of other, uh, scientists were kidnapped and forced to do horrible experiments, uh, and a Totenkopf. Is,
1: it seemed that the is, Germans did a lot of that back in the forties. <laughs> Just so many terrible experiments. Yes. That we won't get into detail on here, <laughs> but yeah. I'm and still then... hoping for a werewolf women of the SS film.
0: <laughs> oh, is that the Rob Zombie?
1: Yeah, he's supposed trailer? to make a movie of that. Oh, man. I was hoping That would for have been it,
0: hilarious. <laughs>
1: Universal won't greenlight it.
0: We can't put it Hitler
1: figures. and werewolves in a movie. What are you it talking figures. about, Rob Zombie?
0: It figures. <laughs> it figures. Uh, but it's like the old, they did in the 70s. It was a, you know, uh, what's called grindhouse movies. They did that all the time back in the old days. But anyway, it was a different time. Um, mm. But uh, They get B2'd now. Uh, pretty pretty much. <laughs> so she gets the blueprint from him. Uh, he's getting out of there because he's like Totenkopf's coming after me. I am out. Peace out. And then we have our Iron Giants invasion, and Sky Captain calling Sky Captain, and he shows up. I thought it was a fun little action sequence. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was fun. Um, and he rescues uh, Polly. Polly Packets. What is his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pepper Pepper pots Polly Pocket pack, packets.
1: <laughs> I like his cheeky little. Oh, you were down there? Yeah, yeah, that was nice.
0: He's like, oh, you you rescued me. He's like, oh, you were there. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny.
1: Jude Law got it. No, he's good. He's he good. Got in this. it in
0: this movie. He got what they were going for. Uh, so she shows up in his office. I like Dex, but you really don't see him that much in the movie. He like gets kidnapped later, but we'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, I'll let you take it from there. She, uh, he goes back after defeating the robots, at least for now. Actually, he didn't defeat them. He, he stopped some of them, but the rest did their thing in, ter- in terms of trying to steal the MacGuffin for talking yeah, off.
1: Right. Yeah, they, they took the generators and they fucked off again. And then the two main characters are left trying to figure out where all this is coming from and track down where the origin of the signal is coming from and uh uh the comedy sidekick figures it out in the last moment but then he mysteriously vanishes by the time they get back to his lab. Right, right. And uh he
0: he uh yeah he, he's the he's the uh the Alfred. Not the Alfred the uh the Q here. He creates all the <laughs> all the technologies and stuff like that.
2: The zany but, weapons,
1: but, yeah. But
0: look at but look at that look at that gun. I mean this is straight up nineteen forties.
2: Right oh now. yeah, that's a at, at
1: straight that. up that's a straight up steampunk uh yeah, zany laser gun.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
1: It's awesome. But yeah.
0: Iron Giants were stopped earlier, but it was a nice little fun action sequence despite uh <laughs> poly pepper pocket packets uh kind of galloping around instead of running for a dear life.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then all the the giants got those punisher skulls on their chests. <laughs>
0: Right, representing Punisher. It's a Punisher crossover. You guys didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she kind of cut, she cuts a deal, right, with Joe. You can tell they had a a history. He did not like seeing her there. He's like, "You sabotaged my plane." All right, I ended up in I ended up in prison. They were trying to torture me. I had to escape. I don't like you anymore. And she was like, "Well, you cheated on me." So there's like that kind of like back and forth or whatever. But she uh, had the blueprint. She's like, "Look, I'll give you the blue f- blueprint, but let me tag along so I can have, uh, you know, the story. My- I can have a story to tell for the newspaper. All those <laughs> essential
1: snapshots,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which towards the end, man, I couldn't help but laughing. All that have- last little thing, oh, yeah. Oh, I, man. that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> but she tags along for the adventure, you know. Uh, Clickety click. Oops, that's the end of the movie. I didn't mean to click on that one, but <laughs> she tags along for the adventure. But yeah, it was a sneak it's, preview, sneak preview. But yeah, fun CGI. Yes, it's dated, uh, but you know it's it's good enough for what they were trying to work with for the time. But here we have our Iron. They're time. trying really hard. Yeah, they 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 did try, and some some <laughs> of the visuals work. Some of the visuals do work. Um, this was my favorite action sequence in the film. Was the uh, the robot. Airplanes with wings show up and attack the literal uh, bird fight, yeah, yeah, and it <laughs> and they attack uh, the base where Sky Captain and his crew is. And uh, that was a pretty cool dogfight and chase into the city. That this was my favorite uh action sequence of the film. I definitely enjoyed that. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit. You could more. say it's high flying action, high flying action. <laughs> I should have been on the on the poster for the <laughs> Yeah. But but right here, I mean, if this was the advertisements, there you go. Let me look at this, look at this comic book. That's what they were going for. You know, and I think I just you know, going back to that theme again, I think it just I think no one gives a shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, Is that what it,
0: I think no one cares about the 40s. I think nobody I think the, the general audience They'll go back and watch movies from the nineteen forties if that's what they're interested in. But I don't think they really care about homages.
1: Yeah, you know I mean? it was it was a movie for the boomers, aimed at the millennials, and it just wasn't the right target audience. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I, I, and and still to this day, as we you know as the, the the audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes proves, uh, still to this day, it just did not gel well with the audience. So anyway, we have our adventure. So now they're going after Dex. He left them a message. Uh,
1: so they end up going to, let's see here. Danda Parbat. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but I, I, uh, did you have any favorite robotic designs in this one? I think my favorite was the, the tentacle robots. When they were like, Oh, the, the like mini those. sized
1: ones that came in, busted yeah. up the commuter reliefs uh, lab. Uh, yeah. they were cool. um, I like a little bit further on when they kind of go submariner and there's these like square crab
0: underwater ones. (laughs) Those were neat. Yeah. I enjoyed those. Those tank crab looking things. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool.
1: Pull up Uh, Frankie. Pull up.
0: I know. I know. That was a good scene.
1: I enjoyed that. Uh, Let's see here. All right. He didn't know, but the audience knew.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Um, which is weird, because it's normally the other way around.
0: Right? Right? So they end up traveling to uh, Shambhala, Shangri-La. Uh, and they meet up with their Viana, Vienna sausage friend. Uh, the, the, the Vienna sausage friend... Um, Doesn't he have like a nipple quip? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Uh, but he uh, didn't... I, I'm trying to remember. He didn't turn on them, did he?
1: No, not the main guy. He's like, oh, this guy has been with us since the olden days. He's part of the old reconnaissance team. And right. then the two random weird Mongolian dudes that are hooking up the plane at the back behind the wing are all like, right, oh, what's right. what's going on with these dudes?
0: Okay. Because they kind of set it up. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Because they kind of set it up to where he might turn on them later because Polly's all... I don't trust him, you know, but he, uh, he yeah, he didn't, uh, which is supposed
1: a... to be a foreshadowing when one of the characters doesn't trust another character. you right. You as the audience are supposed to be like, Oh, well, fuck. I don't trust him either. Then yeah,
0: he likes Vienna sausages.
1: Yeah. What's, Who what's are we hating him on today? Rachel. With,
0: with, with... <laughs> what's wrong with kielbasa, man? All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> don't hate on my cocktail weenies. <laughs>
0: Oh man, but yeah, they hook up with him, and they're they're still trying to find the get more information to find out where Dex is at. But like you said, they get ambushed. Uh, They steal. We got all the meat
1: jokes here, ladies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all all night. Uh, (laughs) The MacGuffin screws. They steal the MacGuffin screws uh, that uh, Doctor Jennings gave. uh, Paltrow. And then they barely made it out of there alive with all the before the dynamite blew up there. Uh, oh, we forgot that we forgot one scene. Uh, Doctor Jennings ends up getting killed later. They find him later Uh bai Ling's character. Basically, leaves him for dead and kind of fucks up Jude Law. Like he got his ass kicked the whole movie. <laughs> Every time he tried to mess with her, he got beat up.
1: You know what's yeah, interesting? Kind of... no go ahead. I was gonna say he uh, that Bai Ling character kind of pulls a. I can't remember the name of that weird samurai that fucks up the dude from the Firefly movie at the end. He pulls like that kind of, oh, or man. she pulls that kind of move in a long time. Uh, was it Firefly or was it Serenity? No, it was the Serenity movie. Serenity m- movie, Yeah. Yeah. And the main, uh, I'm, I can't remember the main, his name. Uh, Nathan, uh, the main, yeah, Nathan Fillion, the guy yeah. that fucks up Nathan Fillion at the end yeah. kind of has that like back and forth, same with Jude Law and the... the... I kind of remember that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. kind of reminds movie. me of that. I Sorry, a... random reference. But oh, yeah. no,
0: it's fine. Random references are fun. And speaking of random references, uh, I remember when Bailene came out and played this character. I remember a lot of fans, a lot of Star Wars fans, wanted her as a Sith Lord. They wanted her as a as a After seeing Jedi. this movie? yeah. They wanted her to, to play something in Star Wars as a being a Sith character. I could there's see a, that. There's a uh, Sith character, a badass character called Ventress, and she's got her head shaved and she's got two lightsabers and she's like a badass. I think she's got two. So I could hmm. see her playing that role. But of course, you know, they probably well, the movie didn't do that well, so we're just going like, to move on.
1: <laughs> her, Yeah, her name kind of gets me confused with Baihan from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so if I slip on that, that's why.
0: There you go. <laughs> oh man. So let's see here. So then uh, they end up. Uh, the monks. Uh, so after the, after the after the TNA, the TNA,
1: the TNA. Well, they do wake up naked.
0: That's true. They do wake up naked. And <laughs> <laughs> hello, hey, how's it going, Joe? That Unexpected threesome. Kind of yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, the monks in the area actually took care of them. And uh, once they got word of, oh, you're going after Totenkopf to kill him, all right, we'll help you out. And so they send him to see the Elephant Man. Uh, so they go down to see the Elephant Man, and <laughs> they see Victor Crowley. <laughs> and uh, he gives them the staff that gives, you know, MacGuffin, we got, we're, it's RPG movie here. Stop here, talk to this person, get this item, move on, right? And then they run into Frankie. Uh, Played by Angelina Jolie. And you know what? I really miss fun, badass Angelina Jolie. I really miss fun, badass Angelina Jolie. (laughs) I really do.
1: I still Um, remember her as the Tomb Raider chick. Yeah, yeah. I know it's degrading and kind of like...
0: (laughs) No! (laughs) The the first Tomb Raider is a guilty pleasure. You know, But, uh, but yeah. You know, she basically is Nick Fury, and she shows up with S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) There you go. But way years before we get to saw Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. on the big screen in the first Avengers movie, Uh, we see it in this film. Because that's, it's basically, I mean, come on, look at this. Look at this, we got the helicarriers, come on.
1: This is S.H.I.E.L.D. right here. (laughs) I guarantee if this movie had it took off, Marvel definitely would have made her uh, Nicole Fury or something.
0: (laughs) Right? Long granddaughter of Nick Fury or some some bullshit right there, but yeah, she shows up, and it's just she's having fun, and it's I, I really miss. I mean, she's a great actress, and you know she's going to do her thing and play a lot of dramatic, serious roles. But it's it's nice to see her having yeah. fun and being badass. You know, I mean, I, who knows? I,
1: maybe she's Mama Fury, and uh, that's just a prequel.
0: Ah, there you go. Because he's
1: always talking about Mama Fury. Remember there that?
0: There you go. There you go. That's right. <laughs> There we go. He just lost his British accent at some point. <laughs> but yeah, she shows up and they help him out. And then they get attacked, correct?
2: <clears throat>
0: yeah. They're attacked.
2: Because
0: yeah. they're close uh, to the base now. They're close to the hideout. But yeah, I'll let he, you take over from there.
1: He convinces Angelina's Frankie character to take them to this mysterious X marks a spot in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, we're taking too much flank uh we need to back off and retreat and he's like we can't and she's like well why the hell not and uh, sh- i'm not risking my men and then he's like oh well my comedy sidekicks there and she's like oh fuck rescind the order god damn it i guess we're you know blowing up millions more of yeah. my uh, ship
0: <laughs> yeah and then we get another uh, fun little action sequence but this time not dexter under- holland yeah not dex Um, but this time instead of the dog fighting and aerial battles and flying through the city and all that it's underwater you know and they submerge as you say I like how the propellers kind of go backwards get the amphibian
1: team yeah Yeah,
0: the amphibian team and then they go underwater it's pretty cool yeah we get another fun action sequence underwater now I know these GIFs and photos are not doing the movie justice, guys, but this is all I could get, all right? <laughs> to show you some parts of what the movie looks like. But the actual con- actual action set pieces are actually a lot of fun. Uh, they're fun. Um, but, yeah, the Submer... What, what was it called? The Amphibian Team. The Amphibian Team. And then, yeah, and then they go underwater, and we have a little action sequence here. And uh, she uh, sacrifices herself, like you were saying earlier. But you think she's going to sacrifice herself, but she just does a... Pretty cool, you know, projectory... Uh, she uses the uh, pull-out method. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: like the, the, one of those big... Uh, what do you call those tank robots? The, the crab, crab robots. The crab robots shoots shoots at uh She didn't want uh, to get
1: crabs, so she used the pull-out <laughs> method. <laughs> oh! Ba-doom.
0: Jesse's yep. here all week, baby. I I tried.
1: Uh, but, <laughs> All I got is, uh, mom jokes. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh,
0: but yeah, the, 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 crab crab people robot shoots at, uh, Joe. Cause they're kind of stuck for a while and she kind of gets in front. The missile Yeah. They get, her, uh, and they get shrapnel in the back wing. Right. And then, uh, she points her plane and the missiles back at the, at the, te- at the crab people. Uh, robot tank blows it up. Joe and them can get inside, and then it's another movie. Now, now <laughs> we're paying homages to um, uh, Journey to the Center of the
1: Earth. Now, now we're paying. Yeah, it went from to... Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea to Journey yeah. to the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Or, where's Brendan one... Fraser or The Rock?
0: Right, and it's kind of also kind of reminded me of Marvel Savage Land.
1: <laughs> who, who, was, who was? Do you remember the? What
0: was the main villain in Marvel Savage Land? Do you remember? Was it kind of a funny name? Was it some uh, pterodactyl, pterodactyl half man thing or something? I can't remember. Yeah, it was.
1: Something, uh, I can't remember the name of the something that. sore. Uh, something sore. <laughs> um, wow, I don't know why. I, I see the right? the animated uh, episode in my head where he's like, "Yeah,
0: it's right there." But screaming I his own that. name, right? Because that's all the right. characters
1: always had to do to introduce <laughs> themselves. They had to scream their own name, like Pokemon.
0: Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Thanks, Mr. Yeah. King Palmer. Thanks for the for supporting channel. Really appreciate it. Uh, but oh, here we go. Sauron.
1: Sauron. There we
0: go. Sauron. Nice. Okay, there we go. All right, thank you guys. See, the movie Dojo Army's got our back. Uh, but yeah, it kind of, I was waiting for Sauron to show up. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, interesting to to now we know the fun fact is some of those creatures were designed by Stan Winston, so that's probably why they look good. Uh, I mean, but, where's
1: Magneto? He could have took care of the whole thing in like five minutes.
0: Right, five minutes, boom, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, talk about the, the the first camera oops joke while they're trying to survive the Savage Land with uh, Paltrow's character.
1: Oh, well, they're on uh, Skull Island randomly? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's running across this giant log with... Um, Wow, I'm Joe, blanking on this. Joe, yeah, Joe. Law, Joe, yeah, I'm trying not to just go by the actor's name, but yeah, yeah so Joe. Joe, and they they have to kind of duck because the creature's like swooping down uh the claw, the giant claw is trying to get them. <laughs> I don't know if you watch uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd, but yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah, thing's yeah. trying to like swoop down and get them, and she accidentally takes a picture of the ground. She's like, "I shot the ground." He's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "I shot the ground, Joe. I only have one shot left," and he's like, "Ah, you idiot."
0: <laughs> but it was it was set up so funny though, because the whole the whole time the whole time oh yeah she she's has, gonna cry about it yeah she has these really good awesome shots of oh my god this is gonna be great for the newspaper and she's only got two shots left so she's two saving left. it. And they fall. She takes a photo of the ground and she starts crying. He's like, look, it's going to be okay. It's not that bad. Yeah. And she's like, I shot the ground. And Jude Law's, Joe's reaction was, I I was laughing along with him. He was like, He busts the gut. Oh, so funny. So then they end up inside the actual base. And they come across a large, gigantic Totenkopf, kind of like rocket uh, Noah's Ark, basically. And they're putting all the animals in there. And then the, you find out that Totenkopf basically, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, he didn't fake his death. He ended up dying, but he ended up, because he's so fucking genius, he's so smart, he ended up uh, putting, what was it again? He, basically, everything is him.
1: Yeah, he and, uploaded his consciousness to the the Matrix, basically. And, thank uh... you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's
0: basically what it is. Yeah, here he is.
1: And now he's uh, the floating uh, Zordon head.
0: <laughs> it is Zordon. <laughs> now you got me thinking of uh, Wizard of Oz now. Pay attention. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain.
1: I yeah. just need him to name the two Black Rangers.
0: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, so it's he's been dead for 20 years, you find out. But his plan is still in effect. And it's basically, you know, he's creating his whole world of tomorrow. He's getting all the animals, putting them in the rocket. Taking them someplace to start anew because, you know, mankind has failed the world. That's kind of what his, you know, dialogue. You failed. Was. Game over. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. Uh, but yeah, we have a little bit more. We got a nice little chase sequence with little mini robots. So we had like several different designs of robots in here. Like maybe mm-hmm. like eight or six designs. Uh, I, <laughs> I like how, you know.
1: Danger the, Will Robinson.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know how Dex escaped, uh, fuck that, the movie didn't even get shit, they're like Dex shows up and rescues them,
1: I was like, wait a minute, how'd you get (laughs) They give a quick little, like, expose, where he's like, yeah, we escaped when the alarms went off for you guys coming in here, but uh, a couple of the scientists, they didn't make it, Right, okay, okay. (laughs)
0: that's it, and scene. There you go. Yeah.
1: There's your explanation, <laughs> folks. He he ducked right. out and threw some scientists to the wolves.
0: Yeah. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey uh, explanation. Yeah. Uh, reverse the polarity to everything. Um, but <laughs> so they Dex, is, Dex saves them. They escape temporarily. But Dex says, look, we got to stop this rocket going off. We got to save all these animals. And But there's only one way you can do it. When you go in there, you can hit self-destruct or to release for their animals and all that. But you can't get out.
1: Yeah, we got to so. stop these animals from getting destroyed. is going to be pissed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so Joe's like, he has this moment with pots, pots, <laughs> whatever the fuck. And, uh, he's like, you know, she's like, I want to go with you. And he's like, you can't, uh, I need you to forgive me. And she's like, you know, looking at him and all of a sudden he, they, they kiss and then he, and he just rolls up out. his sleeves and he's yeah.
2: like, blam.
0: He knocks her out. <laughs> and then he ends up on the top fighting by who's standing in his way and she's she kicks his ass like multiple like, he didn't even have, he didn't even have a chance and who comes to rescue him is uh polly comes to rescue him and she came
1: back to send him to the moon
0: yeah and you find out uh she Bi-Ling was actually a robot the whole time and uh i love how polly just stood there <laughs> waiting for him to call She's like, yeah, back. yeah, come on over. Yep. <laughs> and then bah, <laughs> she hits him back, which is hilarious. Uh, and then they both, to send her. Yeah, and then they both uh, get on the rocket. They end up freeing the animals. Uh, the biling robot shows up again. They end up, he stabs her in the eye. He's
1: like, and, why don't you just uh, die?
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, they stop the rocket, and they, they actually find a way to escape. And uh, that's, that's pretty much towards the That's pretty much it. They all land on the animals. Are parachuted. They come down, and this is really great, grand shot of all the animals and everything in the the island. And she has one shot left, and she's getting ready to take it. And she decides not to, and she slowly turns to her left and takes a photo of her true love, which was Joe. And after she takes the photo, Joe looks at her, and she looks at him, and Joe goes lens cap
1: yeah it's it's pretty funny actually the funny thing is i think he said it just to fuck with her because if you look in the scene where she does take the picture yeah and then yeah. turns around to him if you see it when it's here there is no lens cap it's an actual <laughs> like the thing there so i think he just says it to fuck with her at the end he, she's like oh point. no way
0: oh that's a good point uh, nice, he knows nice.
1: she's been saving it this whole time yeah, right because yeah. it keeps being oh, brought up so he knows this too. now he's just saying lens cap nice, nice. just to fuck she, with her, her
0: face her face is like you motherfucker <sighs> and then it goes to yeah. credits. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. I totally, I get the hate. I get, it just, no one was ready. No one was ready. And the technology, as ambitious as it was, and they really tried, uh, it wasn't up to a lot of, of the audience's standards. You know what I mean? And mm. no one wanted No one wanted to watch a throwback movie. And I don't think anybody expected. I, I, I've heard people go, oh my God. The the airplanes have wings. This is the dumbest movie ever. I'm like, okay, you totally, you didn't even get what this movie was trying to do. You know, Jesse, you actually got what the movie was trying to do. You just think they could have done better, right? Uh, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I I found it to be, you know, after rewatching after all these years, I still feel the same about it. It's fun. You know, they they tried. You know, props for them trying to do something different. It did pave the way to better movies. Obviously, you know, we you know, we love 300 and we love Sin City. Uh, but, you know, I, I kind of feel bad a little bit for the director. Because think about it. He spent four years just to create a six-minute short that may not be picked up by Hollywood. He could have presented it to Hollywood and they be like, what the fuck is this? Nobody wants to see this. And then not only did it get approved, but they made him the director of a major motion picture because he kind of knew the technology and he had a team, so he made his dream movie, so in the end, I hope he's satisfied you know that he got the chance a once in a lifetime chance to make his dream movie and he I hope he was happy with it i hope I hope he was pleased with it. I mean the critics did like it they they thought it was fun um Otherwise, you know, it's it's kind of sad <laughs> it's kind of a sad thing, you know what I mean? Kinda yep. like kind of like is it Steven Norrington that did Blade and then he had like the worst experience making LXG, which made him retire from the industry. And then this is the motherfucker who did Blade and he just gave up. Wow. So it could go good and it can go bad for some people. Um But you know, I have to applaud a little bit to the director. He tried you know, and uh, I hope he's doing well, <laughs> maybe the movie based off of the short he made recently, hopefully that comes to fruition, and he can do something else, uh, but yeah, not to, not too many people, whether it's successful or bombs, not, to, not, not too many people in the world could say, this is my love letter, I love these things, I love the film noir, I love the adventure serials, I love the old sci-fi movies, the pulps, this is my childhood, or this is what I grew up watching, I love it, And now I get to make a whole entire big budget motion picture movie of what I love. Not that many people can do that. I would love to make a a big budget martial arts film. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I would love to do that. Probably not going to happen. But yeah, you know, uh, props for the props for the attempt. Props for the. Yeah.
1: It it could have ended up on something silly like the Toronto international film festival. And then just got like squashed from there. At least he actually got to make a big budget, uh, you know, silver screen version of his movie so
0: yeah yeah oh and did i miss something here hold on a second i think i missed something all right here we go uh thanks mr king palma appreciate the support i appreciate that uh but yeah oh we got ranjeet in the house what's going on man director ranjeet <laughs> in the house, hanging out. Lewis is late to the party. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Paul Twenty says, "I watched it and liked it." Does anyone see ideas, um, see airship ideas in the in the Avengers? Yeah, we, we mentioned that earlier. Um, but you know, it, it's it's one of these movies that's harmless. It's harmless. You know, it's not as great as it could be. You can find entertainment up in it. But it's not, to me, to me, it's just to me. Everybody else hates the movie. But to me, you know, this movie doesn't piss me off. Where I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck this, fuck this. You know, like, you, you know you know what Samurai gets. like I end up Yeah, this shit. isn't
1: no Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I thought it was fun. But, uh, yeah, is it really as bad, as low as 46%? I'm sure Jesse's going to say... Yes, <laughs> yeah, is that you, you feel it needs to go there or stay there or fifty what, what what do you think
1: uh well to put in perspective i i I've never seen the movie before, and I didn't have anywhere to watch this online or stream it, so I had to. Go and spend six dollars Canadian shipped for this to get a copy, so I could watch it for the stream. Right, and I'll just say I'm glad it was only six dollars shipped. <laughs> it's it was no ah, uh, I don't even know what movie that's like this compared to that's better, but um,
0: yeah, it's kind of strange. It's like it's not as great. It's not a great film, but there's really nothing else like it, though.
1: The thing so is, it's, is that it's weird. this. Yeah, the thing is, with this movie, there's so many nods to movies that I have liked, like yeah. The Forbidden Planet, like The Day the Earth Stood Still, um, just yeah. things in that nature. Just the old serial film pulp feel, that was cool. I liked Jude Law's acting. Gwyneth Paltrow is really, really nice actress when she's actually like doing <laughs> yeah. proper acting work. <laughs> exactly. So there's a yeah. lot of things about this movie that mm-hmm. are good and enjoyable. Right. And mm-hmm. you got to give the the director and 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 visual artists credit for what they were trying to do with this back when they were coming out with it and gave the stepping stones for everyone else to kind of launch their careers further with what these people did. So all of that in mind, I'm going to say it deserves a 50. Okay. But I can definitely see why it didn't get one. And I wouldn't hate anyone if they said, Oh, this is a 40. Yeah. "Yeah, I could see why
2: it's, it's not directed
1: towards your, you know, tastes and it's, it's a little late. (laughs)
0: Right. No, you're right. You're, you're, you're right. You know, so you, you think, where it is, you, you totally understand why it's at 46 or lower, but you personally, you give it a 50.
1: I give a pass because of what it's trying to do and all yeah. the nostalgia boners it gave me. So it's... <laughs> nice. All right. It, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's not I'm gonna, I'm gonna, amazing, but... No, no.
0: No, it's not. But I'm going to give it Certified Fresh. I'm going to go 60. I know that may seem yeah. too high, <laughs> but Certified Fresh, 60 is fine for me. I think it deserves to to be there. So... It actually passed today. Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow passed the test today. I thought we were going to have splitsies today. And Jesse was going to be like, uh, fuck this movie and fuck you for suggesting it.
1: <laughs> no, uh, it's not that bad. It's no. you know, it's not like I watch this and I feel like I want 120 minutes of my life back. Right, right. We want to kill ourselves. I just feel... (laughs) No, I I definitely don't have any Harakuri feelings after that. But (laughs) I I just feel like... Like, here's the mark and here's where they landed. They just... I see so much potential for what this movie could be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If it wasn't for all of the, like... 90s looking CGI (laughs) that got covered up with all these artistic effects on it and these like filters and glares and like little like way they try to make it look fancy but really just made it look obvious that they're covering yeah. up bad CGI.
0: <laughs> they had like a filter over the movie.
1: Yeah. There's yeah. always this kind of gloss here and there or some special yeah. like sepia tone filter or a glare or something going on. But like, can I just see the damn yeah. movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we tried to finish these effects. Damn it. Put a filter over it. Fuck it. We got to release it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. So it, it did, it did get the pass. It's not, it's not great. Uh, I I I do say there's enough charm behind it and a lot of imagination and creativity that it it's it's it gets the good grade. Uh, for, yeah. For the old samurai here,
1: like uh, you know how in horror movies where they try to cover up how bad the monster looks by just filming it in nighttime or dark scenes, even in the dark, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's sort of what they did, but like for the entire movie,
0: yeah, there... for this entire movie, <laughs> there was a. Uh... What horror movie was it? I forgot the name of the horror film. But it's so it was so sad and it made me angry because the acting was good, the directing was good, and they they for the low budget that it was, they did a good job of not fully showing the creature. They talk about mm. it, which made it scary. People died off camera, but it was still gory and satisfying. But you would see arms, maybe teeth bite something, you would see feet So they were really, because it was low budget, they were very smart of filming it a certain way. So it was still, there was still some suspense for a badass creature feature. And then right at the very end, they decided, I was perfectly fine with the movie all the way up to this point. I was like, man, this is actually pretty good. And then right at the very end. Was it as
1: bad as the werewolf giving the middle finger from that cursed movie?
0: (laughs) You know what? The Wes Craven movie?
1: Yeah.
0: I never seen that
1: you've never Is seen it, cursed
0: i heard it was terrible should i watch it to see if it's really that bad
1: oh no well the, the, it's it's there's really really cool good things in it but there's okay. also really bad teen horror thriller trash in it as well i want to give it a shot one day but there's like there's not
0: there like alternate endings like which one do i watch I'm confused.
1: Uh, I don't know, i just watch the director's cut, I we'll, guess.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll look into it, maybe that's a future video.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm down. I haven't yeah. seen it in forever, but I knew yeah. it was good and terrible at the same time. It might be good, bad. I'm for perfectly fine with good, bad. Sure,
0: why not? Yeah. Um But yeah, they uh, the whole movie was good. And at the very end, they decided to show the full creature from head to toe and uh-uh. it was horrible PS1 graphics, CGI. And I was just like, you guys fucked up. You had everything was perfectly fine the whole way through. The movie, there was like five minutes left. The it's movie like was Mortal Kombat over.
1: Special Forces graphics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> or oh, shit, fucking Mortal Kombat Annihilation graphics, uh, CGI. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, dude, you totally took me out of the movie, man. You fucked up. You fucked up. I was like, Jesus, everything was fine. Everything was fine. But,
1: you know. What, what creature you know? was it? Is it like a I werewolf can't... or like a, a, a just kind of a bear a, beast it, looking thing? I think
0: it was a Wendigo. I'm not uh, sure. Okay. I'm not sure if it was a Wendigo or not. But I was just like, ugh. But we got uh, Bride G down here, still enjoys watching The Phantom. I mean, so far, all the movies that we reviewed so far. I don't think we've hated. Do you remember those where we're just like fuck this? I don't really remember. No, I
1: don't think any of them. We've kind of given the the big thumbs down. I think most of them we'd say uh, deserve at least almost certified fresh, if not certified fresh.
0: Right. So not counting in the indie (laughs) five. Do you think they should do? Should anyone in the future? Do a 1940s Serials Adventure pulp throwback film. Because so far the theme of, of what we've been talking about all day, or through this video, is they've all been failures. Even the Rocketeer. Should they should they try? Or, I, think
1: they, I think they could. You think because they could pull it off? Okay. As long as they do it as if it's any action adventure with some comedy sprinkled in Like, like either,
2: um.
0: Now, I Uh... have not, I have not seen the Iron Sky movie, Sexy Sumo. They looked hilarious, but, (laughs) but, uh, we're talking about big budget shooting for the stars, major release attempt, because that's what all of these were. They weren't, I mean, not all of them were huge budgets, but they were pretty decent budget. Like the shadow had a decent budget.
1: All right. Well think, think of if they, uh, mixed Captain America, winter soldier with Logan, and then just put it in black and white and then just Mm. make the main hero be a guy in a a fedora and a trench coat and maybe a mask Mm. or something. And there you go.
0: I guess the closest thing was Captain America, the first Avenger that was, that was successful. That was a throwback, but it had the Captain America name. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So I guess you're kind of cheating there. Uh but I guess I guess it could be done. I guess it could be done. Um Lost in Space. Ooh. Should we try?
1: <laughs> um the one with Joey from uh Friends. Should that be the next one? I think that's
0: the next one we should do.
1: Ah, uh, I really, really, really liked that movie. So I'm going to be very biased. <laughs> but well, then I, I also like Cloverfield Paradox and, and Event Horizon. Like those kind of movies. Mm, amazing.
0: Oh, Event Horizon is actually ex- legitimately good though. Like that's actually a really good movie. Um, well, I, I
1: felt it was the same as Cloverfield Paradox though. I felt like Event Horizon well, that and that was basically that the same.
0: Oh, wow. I did not. I didn't and people that hate
1: either. that movie. People probably hate Cloverfield Paradox.
0: Probably because it was another movie, and it just threw the Cloverfield monster in there at the end, maybe. Do you think that's why?
1: Uh, but the I, movie's actually good? I don't understand why people don't like it, and, and I haven't looked up any legit complaints.
0: Huh. Maybe that's another thing we could do in the future. Like, I love the Paradox movie, because it reminded me the, so
1: much of Event Horizon.
0: Maybe we can give the, the pulp movies a, <laughs> a break. Maybe we can do something else. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk afterwards.
1: Sci-fi and horror B movies, yeah. sure.
0: You know what? Now that I think about it, I think I own Lost in Space on DVD. I do so too. If I, if I own it on DVD,
1: it couldn't have been that bad. That means
0: bad. I probably liked it. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean I loved it. But it's, it's a good I, theory. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised, though. I'll blind buy stuff and I'll have it, and it's I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever had. Well, but I mean, I own shit like
1: this. What is that?
0: What is that? I Can't see.
1: The Man man with the the, Screaming Brain. Is
0: that Bruce Campbell? Yeah.
1: I've never seen that. Is it hilarious? It's trash, but it's so funny because it's Bruce.
0: Is it good trash? Uh, I'm I'm okay with good trash. Borderline. It's borderline.
1: I think I legit only have it because it's got Bruce Campbell. If it had any other actor, there'd be no way in fuck I'd own this movie. Right, 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 right. There is some really funny scenes, though. Like, there's a scene where the guy's brain that he has half transplanted and in his head ha- transplanted okay. yeah he's talking <clears throat> with the person <throat> in that part of the brain and yeah. bruce campbell can't oh. fight worth a shit but yeah. the brain is telling him okay do this and fight this and grab that guy and this and that and there's like these funny like bash him over the head with a, a broken bottle scene and i grab him by the nuts and twist and throw him over here scene like it's just very slapstick it's yeah. just I love that kind of humor. So there's little bits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Three stooges. So,
0: all right. I, I, I've always, I was always curious about it if it was a fun beef like, uh, but yeah, you know, this was fun, uh, today, Jesse, uh, we're, 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 we're knocking them out, man. We're knocking them out. Uh, But yeah, we got 51 people watching. Well, thank you guys for watching today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, And also, don't forget to subscribe to Jesse's channel, Black Metal Rebellion, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Metal music, hard rock, (laughs) punk, nerd, nerd corner, son. We cover it all. You know what I'm saying? We like it all. If it's good, if it's badass, and sometimes kind of sneaks in the cracks there and it's okay, like Sky Captain, we're all down for it. Uh, but yeah, make sure you go over to Jesse's channel and subscribe and, uh, we'll be doing more. We'll be doing more. I'm sure there's tons out there that we could do. Uh, but yeah, Jesse, always great to have you here on the channel, hanging out with the old samurai and, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Um, don't forget tomorrow night at 8 PM Pacific time. It's going to be late, late night with samurai hang out with me and, uh, Rick Myers is going to be on the channel. It's going to be podcast episode is this is gonna be me and him no verses no nothing we're gonna go we're gonna go toe-to-toe okay and kung fu santa is gonna kick my ass but (laughs) but uh you know you know rick's got the stories so bring your popcorn bring every you you know he's got stories to tell and it's gonna be so michael
1: myers cousin's gonna be on the stream sweet
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh oh good old rick we love rick so he'll be here tomorrow night 8 p.m pacific time okay And then a lot more things you'll see scheduled in the future. This is actually really, or this week, actually. Very busy week with guests and live streams. So a lot of good shit, a lot of fun. See you badasses next time. Take care. Cheers, guys.